Blog Talk Radio. Those particular things that um, 
that you may feel like you want to have checked, whether it's, you know, herpes or um, an STD, HIV, you want to make sure you, you are verbal with your doctor and have a good relationship with your doctor. Your gynecologist is like your right hand. That's your best friend. You know, so you should be able to talk with them. Now, don't get me wrong, because some doctors is like going into the drive-through. <laughs> I call it doctor drive-through. They come in, they got their pad and paper. Uh huh, uh huh, and okay, uh huh. All right, see you next time. It's like, wait a minute, we ain't talked, we ain't held no conversation. You ain't asked me nothing. <laughs> It's like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Exactly. So you got to watch out for those <laughs> positions because you are supposed to have that, you know, comfortable relationship with your physician, not just like in and out. It's like one night stand. Hold up. I ain't get breakfast. Can I get a cup of coffee? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something. Let me know I was here. <laughs> And then we have the fabulous brother Ron. He his book is titled For Real. And uh he also has a YouTube channel that airs uh season 1 of his show Brick by Brick. Um he's also the owner and the pub- of a publishing company, Regime Publishing. He has his own um radio show as well that comes on Wednesday nights. Uh it's the Wednesday night wind down. I think that's what it is. Um, oh. He also has a, another show, the a Brick by Brick, Brick show. So Brick by Brick is uh, a YouTube channel series and a a show as well. So I'm I'm excited to find out how he balances all of that. He's a community organizer. Uh, he's been involved in multiple events and movements throughout the New York area. Um, so it's awesome, awesome, awesome to have him on the show. Sounds like a, a fun-filled show, and it sounds like we're going to be getting a lot of information here tonight, Reese, as we always do, just different information with different guests, you know, depending on what it is that they're passionate about. I definitely agree. It's more like a – it's going to be like a mind, body, and soul type night. Um, we're going to be able to talk about a lot of different things that that affect us as women personally within our community, which affects our families. So all of that, um, I think, is going to be touched on tonight. I think it's going to be a very, very, very awesome show to have. When Belise comes on, make sure you ladies have pencils and papers handy because you know she's going to drop mm-hmm. jewels. There's going to be some information given out that you're going to want to have. Uh, you want to want to remember certain things, so make sure you write those things down, so that you know when you go to the doctor, you really talking that talk. You like, okay, so now, <laughs> <laughs> now that that's over, let's um, let's let's go here to my my first question on my list. You got to be ready. You got to be ready. <laughs> we love, love, love you guys who tune into Let's Chat. We also are about uh, avid readers as well. And we love to recommend Goodreads at all times. I want to remind you that uh, if you are a Cartel fan uh, and a Prada Plant fan, I believe that um, I'm making sure, but I believe that Cartel 8 and Prada Plant 5 are coming. 
I want to verify that. But I believe this summer. I know that Jaquavis oh. just dropped uh, the Street Kings that is live on Amazon. So make sure you get mm-hmm. your copy of that. And I also believe that Cartel, I know Prada Plan 5 is on pre-order. So you can pre-order that. And that should drop this summer. Wow. And I want to say Cartel. Yes, I want to say Cartel 7. And if you are a Cartel fan, you got to get get with the program because somebody big is about to die. They keep hinting that somebody going to die. I don't know who they going to kill off. They might go in hiding, y'all, because y'all know how we feel about our Cartel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. So depending on who they mm. kill off, it might get a little thick. It might get a little thick. And also but it's these, not Cartel uh, 8. Those... Yeah, it's Cartel 7. Cartel 7 cartel is coming. Okay. Yeah, it's Cartel 7. So somebody big is going to die. They keep hitting that. So I'm I'm a little nervous and excited at the same time to see uh, <laughs> who they're going to kill off. Because, you know, you hate when they kill off your favorite person. It just it just make you feel away. It does. It really does. We were talking about that a couple of shows ago, and especially if you have fallen in love and they've been in there, been with you throughout the whole series, and all of a sudden they're gone. So stay tuned, as Nene says, dun da dun. <laughs> Absolutely. And speaking of Nene, all you Pussy Trap fans, uh, Pussy Trap Five is coming. Mhm. Five, right? Alive. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be the prologue, I mean a prequel. So make sure you guys keep your cyber eyes peeled. I wanted to say it's dropping sometime soon. So sometime mm-hmm. next month or the month after, I'm not quite sure on the date. But keep your cyber eyes peeled for that if you're a Pussy Trap fan. Everybody mm-hmm. cooking something in, in there. In, uh, in July, huh? actually. Oh, July. July. Yeah, everybody cooking something mm-hmm. in their creative kitchen. So make sure mm-hmm. that if you know of um, anything that is out that you, people may not know of, make sure you share that. Um, mm-hmm. Get that information out there. Make it known. Absolutely. Um, I believe Eric Jerome Dickey just dropped a new book. Victoria Christopher Murray and Rashonda Tate Billingsley uh, dropped a uh a book that they co-wrote together, A Blessing and a Sin, I think that's what it's called. Um, mm-hmm. That has dropped. So you guys, make sure you keep your cyber eyes filled. There's always something good in multiple genres to be able to read. If you're an author, a new author, and you would like to come on Let's Chat, just send your request to the chat room. I'm sorry, the chat radio show at gmail.com. We'll be glad for you to come on the show, just share your journey with us, share your work with us and our listeners. That's what we do here mm-hmm. on Let's Chat. It is a free platform, and we welcome all uh, to come and just share their experiences. We're going to take a brief break because the other thing that we do is we love to share independent music. Shout out to everybody that always sends us independent music. Sometimes it's... Um, not just independent. Sometimes it is mm-hmm. a signed artist signed to a <clears throat> excuse me, a record label. Mm-hmm. I want to play. Oh, <coughs> Sorry, y'all. That's okay. 
and we so appreciate them for sharing that music. And um, I know Gibbs had asked me uh, maybe last week or the week before about that um, Kimba Nicole song. I didn't forget Gibbs. I got to get you the name of that 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 jam because that was oh, really really which nice. one? And um, um, in my feelings. Yes, I think that was it. I hope. Did you get that Gibbs? In my feelings by Kimba Nicole. I love that song. Yes, I believe it's in my feelings. I'll check and make sure, Gibbs. Um, we're going to play a little My Shine. I'm trying to get his single. He has a, a single coming out with the brat um, that I'm trying to get. Like, I'm really, really trying to get this single. So keep your fingers crossed. I, I, I enjoy um, what I do, and I really appreciate all the context that I have. And the acquaintances that I have met and the hands that I have been able to shake, you know, I'm able to pick up the phone and call people that the average person can't call. And I appreciate that. And so when I'm able to get things, I like to get them and bring them to the chat room and share them with all of you. So we're going to play a little bit of This My Shine, I Feel You Done. And Gibbs, I'll get that name for you.
dreams on a sunny day. Six rings like MJ. Education is very 
I'm just a talking and I'm not even on the air. <laughs> Welcome back to Let's Chat. I'm just talking and the phone is muted. I'm sorry, y'all. I am apologize for all that dead air. <laughs> I was like, what happened? <laughs> and I'm just a talking and a talking and I'm wondering why you're not talking and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> did did Miss Tony drop? <laughs> I done went all down the list of independent artists. <laughs> so we appreciate you guys tuning in to Let's Chat. We just got finished playing a little Keith Robinson. Yes, the actor Keith Robinson. He played Effie's brother uh, on um, Dreamgirls. He is an artist as well. He sings very well. Make sure you go out. He just dropped a new album called Love Epistolic. It is awesome. If we're friends on I, on Instagram, check out my Instagram page because he shares snippets. And I try to share the snippets that he shares from the different albums on his page. But I want to appreciate, I do appreciate all of the artists that contribute music to our show. We have our first guest in the chat room. The fabulous Felice Samuel. She's about to get us hooked up in schools on us women. She's about to school us. I told y'all in the beginning, hey, y'all penciling, y'all paper. She's about to come in here. Our topic today is the choices that we make as women. Our choices are very, very important. We have to make sure that we are making proper choices, that we are protecting ourselves so that we can protect our families. Hey, Belise, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Welcome to the chat room. Well, I'm here. I'm excited. I was wondering where y'all was at. I was like, hello. Where did I get? I'm just a, and I'm just a talking. I'm a talking and a talking, and then I'm looking and I'm wondering why you're not talking and Miss Tony not talking. I'm like, well, what? Is, they ain't talking because ain't nobody on. <laughs> it's all right. We all make mistakes. It's all right. We here. We are here. <laughs> yes, you are here chilling with us in the chat room. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your book, and your movement. All right, so my name is Belise Samuels. Um, I am a SCD life coach, so I help African American women between the ages of 21 to 45 year old living with herpes. I contracted herpes eight years ago. I was a sophomore in college. I was doing what we do in college, trying to figure out who I am, even if I want to do this degree, you know, just trying to do me. So I, if I was away from home, I was excited about catching that STD. I ended up catching herpes, and I was just like, oh, my God, like, what am I going to do? I thought my life was over because anybody, if it's something that's not curable, you automatically think you're going to die. No, you won't die for herpes, but it is an eye-opener. It was a huge eye-opener for me at that time in my life because, I mean, as a woman, a young woman at that, you're still trying to figure out who you are. You're trying to figure out, you know, who should I talk to, who should I not talk to. You're trying to learn your work. You're trying to learn so much, th- so many things at that time in my life. So I was still trying to figure out who I was at that time. So for that to happen, it forced me to grow up faster than any other person around me at that given moment. So at that time, I just, I just jumped on and I was like, you know, I have to do something. I don't want to be the stigma, um, which most people do know the stigma of herpes. So I was like, you know what? That is not going to be me. I'm going to show y'all. I was all of it. You ain't going to tell me something. I'm going to live my life like I want to 
to live my life. That's just something my mom um, instilled in me and my brother very young. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to be different. And with that being said, I got into a support group that helped me, and then I ended up flipping it, and I started supporting them because so many people were having some some really hard times and some other things that was going on where I just supported them through it. And then I was like, ha-ha, I'm going to be a herpes activist. And then from then on, I just kept on going on going, and now I have overcome the stigma. Um, and it's going amazing. I get to help thousands of women month after month, and even men, um, Overcome the stigma of herpes. Wow. What a journey you've taken. <laughs> hmm. Now, this is Tony. Uh, is it Belize? Am I pronouncing it right? You got it. Okay, because, you know, me and Leisha, we could botch up a name, girl. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All we right. could pass some names up. <laughs> Leisha, I'm honest, so I can take that. <laughs> You know, um, Lisha was telling us at the top of the show how much you were going to share with us and, and the journey, you know, just partial of the journey that you've taken. And we thank you for sharing your, your personal journey with us. Now, I was really, you know, astounded by the STD coach and the herpes activist. Now, what was the hardest part of you accepting the faith that you had been given and, and, and starting this journey of helping other women? Well, the biggest thing, it was nobody else doing it. Nobody else was doing it. At the time when I found out, you know, Internet was here, but it wasn't here. We were at Black Planet then. So y'all know we were back there then. But with that being said, with Black Planet, we were just getting to the social media type thing. You know, it really wasn't that much information on herpes at the given moment. So I was like, you know what, something has to be done. It 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 took me a couple of years to really decide to do something about it because I was like, I'm scared. I don't want anybody to know. I don't want anybody to look at me a certain way. But I had to get to a point where I was like, you know what, I don't care because other women suffer in the silence. There's women out here killing themselves because of this because they think it's mm. nobody else who get it. And I was like, I don't want anybody to, to take their life over something they can live past. Mm-hmm. So wow. I just decided to jump out there and do something that other people wasn't doing, especially within you know, my own community, it's no women doing it. You know, we're pretty, mm-hmm. don't tell nobody, you know, about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, we got to stop right. doing that because so many, uh, you know, women in our community who are, like, doing the thing, so many business owners and moms and doctors, they all suffering, too. It doesn't matter what your status is. They're suffering as mm-hmm. well, but it's all in silence. And we have to stop suffering in silence and wonder why, you know, why the women are not doing this or why she don't have a man or why she don't have this. It's because of the situation she had dealt with when she was 15, 16 years old or when she was 18 mm-hmm. or she was in a serious relationship. And that's the reason why she decides she don't want to move forward with anything else because she don't believe she can have it. Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! That's oh, so yeah. true. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Now this is Leisha. I have a question. I just want want you to tell everybody a, a little bit about herpes, just in case they are not aware. Okay, no problem. Most people are not. <laughs> just being completely honest, we know what we see on TV, and I'll let you know what you see on TV is lies. They don't tell us mm-hmm. half of the truth. Most people don't even know a cold sore or a fever blister that you see on people's mouths. That is type one herpes, and it is contagious. Okay, so mm-hmm. my whole thing, most mm-hmm. people say, hey, I've been getting that since I was a little bitty girl. Well, your aunt, your mama, your uncle, somebody gave it to you. And that's hard to accept. Oh, wow. It's hard to hear, but at the end of the day, it's the truth. And a lot of people are like, well, no, it's no big deal. I'm just going to put a little Carmex on it, a blister. 
Carmex and bliss sex is for herpes. It's not really what we think it is. That's what they created it for. Mm. So, you know, it's just the, wow. the little small things we did not know. And now after getting on the other side of the fence, you're like, man, they've been marking this stuff all these years. I know Carmex was my best friend in, college, in high school. I'm like, that's my thing. But it dries your lips mm-hmm. out. That's why you mm-hmm. put it on so many times because it's supposed to dry out the cold source. That's the purpose of it. You know, so just things like that people don't know. But herpes is a skin-to-skin contact um, virus. So basically, if you come in contact with it, if somebody has a blister or a cold sore or a cut or a pimple, it does not look the same. It do not always hurt. Because some people are like, well, it don't look like that. That doesn't mean it's not that. Um, that's for anything mm-hmm. you may think may not be something. Um, but mm-hmm. with that being said, if they come in contact with it, if they see something or not, then they have the opportunity of catching the virus because sometimes it can shed. So I'm going to break that down a little mm-hmm. bit because people just get freaked out about that. Shedding is when the virus is there and you don't know it. It's like being sick and don't know you're sick yet. Mm-hmm. Like chickenpox, chickenpox is a, a, um, in the herpes family. Most people don't know that mm-hmm. either. Shingles is mm-hmm. in the herpes family. So my whole thing, the way that you know how chickenpox functions, it's the same way that herpes type 1 and type 2 function as well. It's most contagious when you don't see it. Wow. You know, and that's when people are transmitting over because they have no clue they have it. You know, we're looking like, if I don't see nothing, I'm good. And that's not always true. And that's why I always stress this month is the um, awareness month. We are coming to the end, but I always stress get tested for everything. Most of us believe mm-hmm. that, oh, I get tested for everything, but if I ask you what was on your test and you can't tell me, you did not get tested for everything because you should know exactly right. what you get tested for. Sometimes we just trust the doctors too much. And most clinics only test for HIV, gonorrhea, Chlamydia, syphilis, and HPV, depending on who you go to. They don't test right. for some some other things. It's it's way more STDs out there than we think. It's like thirty. So with that being said, we're not even getting tested hey. for everything. Mm-hmm. You wow. know. So with that now, being said, it's like make sure you act exactly. Hey, you know what are you testing for me today? And if they don't want to tell you, you need to get on up, take your insurance card, and walk on and like let me get my copay back because y'all not gonna do a job today. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, wow. sometimes they really take advantage of us not knowing, and it's not right, mm-hmm. but it's the truth, and it's aware. That's how they make money. We're not telling us anything. So my whole thing is mm-hmm. making sure you know um, exactly what they're testing you for, because they do not test that. It's not included in STD panel at all. So with that being said, you may look up and have a good doctor, is because she knows her. You know, she know her clients, she know her patients, she know her, you know, the the women she's serving. So she's going to test for it because she know her clients. But you may go somewhere else. You're like, you know what, I'm just going to get a random test today, and they don't test for it. And, boom, next month you find out. You got it with a new partner. Y'all will get tested, finally get herpes. And he looking at you like, I thought you said you was good. You was like, I am good. What do you mean? I got tested last month or two months ago. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is just wow. you didn't ask for the proper testing. So, um, it's very mm-hmm. important that you ask for that test and you make them give you a test because they will pull the, oh, you don't have an outbreak, you don't need a test thing. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't have the flu, but you give me a flu shot. Okay, so mm-hmm. if it's red, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Still check mm-hmm. me because at the end of the day, that's why things are spreading so much because lack of information, just lack of information, and, that, and that's with me. I did not know. I knew of herpes. I knew of the jokes and the stuff that we hear on TV, and they make it seem like you're so nasty, and she's this and she's that, but it's always a she, she. It's never a he, he. Mm-hmm. 
So I was a she-she mm-hmm. type thing. Um, and when it happens to us as women, we do like, oh, my God, I'm promiscuous, I'm this, I'm that. And that's not always the case. You could have did everything right, in a relationship, out of a relationship, married, whatever. It could still happen. I have to talk to every type of woman. And we all feel the mm-hmm. same way. Devastating. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know. That's deep. Thanks for sharing that, Belise. This is Tony, oh, yeah. and our, our listeners are, are really, you know, glued to what you're saying. We're all learning some new stuff tonight. But if you if you are, are not aware, are there like internal symptoms that you that you may not be aware of? Like you may just feel yucky and don't mm-hmm. know what, you know, with fever or or, or just tired, uh, you know, things like that, but you just don't know what's going on within your body, do you suffer from things like, would you be suffering from things like that? Absolutely. Um, it is some, you know, some symptoms you can have. So it could be like a fever, like you're right, you're right on the head. Fever-like symptoms, you know, that, that them chills, that aching body, you can have it like that. Mm-hmm. You can have a little fever. You can also have a lot of itching, just depending on where it is, you know, around your mouth if it's oral or around your genital mm-hmm. area if it's genital. So a lot of itching, a lot of burning. Um, you can also have some discharge if it's genital. So you got discharge if it's on your mouth. You could probably have a little, if it's a pimple or so, if it's inside your mm-hmm. mouth, you may think, oh, it's just a kinkasore. Kinkasore and a cold sore look totally different. They don't mm-hmm. even look the same. You know, so even if you have anything in your mouth, I always say go get it checked just in case because you just never know what it is. You just never know. Right. You could be allergic to something. I just say don't brush stuff off. And brushing stuff right. off, that's how things, you know, continue to go on and on and on. I always go get checked, especially if something's in your mouth or on the outside of your mouth. You just want to make sure you didn't have a larger reaction to something. I just want everybody mm-hmm. to stop pushing things off when it comes to seeing something. If you see it, get it checked. And mm-hmm. even with, you know, down there in your dental area, you know, if you shave it, you know, you may think, oh, it's just a rash. No, it may not be just a rash. Oh, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. a razor bump. It may not just be a razor bump. Oh, it's just a pimple. Oh, it's just this. It's a- no. Go get it checked. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing to get it checked. And even your doctor may say it may not be that. And you push them and say, no, check it anyway, just in case. Mm-hmm. I, it's better to know than not know. And then go home, and two weeks later, it's something worse. And then that's right. typically oh. what happens. We kind of just brush stuff off. Right. And, you know, as women, we tend to, when we see symptoms or we see someone else not feeling well, not them normal selves, we will push them to get it checked out. But when it comes to us, we Ooh, brush it man. off. You know, Absolutely. and it's just, it's, it's just, it, it boggles the mind. But it also sounds like, Belise, that we should have a mirror and get up close and personal and know our bodies from head to toe you know, and everything in between. Right. You need to know what it looks like normal, and you need to look know what it looks like when it's not normal. And, I mean, when mm-hmm. I was a little girl, my mom was really big of looking at it. But, you know, different generation, they're more of a uh, this, that, whatever. I feel like you need to know mm-hmm. what it looks like. Because if you don't know what mm-hmm. it looks like, then you don't know when it's something wrong. Mm. So I just say make sure you're looking at it and make sure it's fine as soon as you see something. I know typically women don't want to go get it checked because they're scared. It's more of the scare factor. And I understand you being mm-hmm. scared, but denial is not going to say it's not there. So I would like you to go find out and be in denial and have this and you're in fear thinking you may, but you may not. It could be something completely different. A lot of these same symptoms is for gonorrhea, chlamydia, um, HPV, all these things. It's all They all have the same symptoms. So my whole thing, you may think it's herpes, and it could be something totally else. It could be um, genital warts, which is HPV. 
So my whole thing is don't wow. all thinking that is that when they have the same symptoms. Mm-hmm. You know, but so it's free and what you do know. It's free and what you do know what's going on. Right, because the HPV, the, the, that's the new um, that's the new immunization shot that they want the kids to get. But the thing about it, let me tell you a little bit about that. That that shot, that vaccine, only protects you from nine out of nine out of forty. Mm-hmm. Nine out of forty. It's a hundred. It's a hundred. Wow. It's trans. Forty of them is caused by sexual intercourse of you know fondling any of that nature, and they only protect you against nine. What is nine against forty? Nothing. Wow. But we got to also realize they're just really talking about HPV because they're realizing how it's just coming out of nowhere right about now. It's really coming out of nowhere, you know, because before, you know, we may go to the doctor, they're like, oh, you know, it's abnormal, it's no biggie, just come back in the next couple of months and you'll be fine. I think that was HPV then. They just didn't have a name for it then. But now since the fact that it can cause cervical cancer, they want to make sure we're doing what we need to do to take the vaccines for our kids because they are getting cancer. So, I mean, I understand the importance of saying it, but that is great. I would say if you have daughters, you have please get it. I just say do not knock it. Do your research. Always do your research. Make sure your kids ain't allergic to things, things of that nature. But if I say still protect them, still protect them, because there's so much other stuff out here they're not protecting us from. So I do appreciate that they are trying to do their best, but it is way more out there. But that um, mm-hmm. vaccine do protect against some of those um, cancer strands. So that is the great part. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, this yeah, is it's, it's so much again, out here. I know. Ma'am. Now, I know you work very closely with women, but how has the response been with, with men that are, are affected? Men are 10 times worse than women. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. We think men are not emotional. Yes, they are. They're very emotional. They care about what others think more than we do. And we think we care. Mm. No, they really care. You know, and I have men mm. reach out to me, you know, asking me, you know, can I have sex? Can I do this? Can I have kids? Can I? And I was like, yes, you can have everything. He's like, well, she's not going to love me. And you think men will, you know, I never really see men at a, a point like that, but to see them like falling apart, it hurts my heart. You never want to see a man at his weakest. You know, we don't see mm-hmm. that on a day-to-day basis. So to really see mm-hmm. a man, like, I don't know if I even want to tell her. And I'm like, no, you have to. But then that puts us in more risk because the men are not getting any support. Yeah, they're in support rules, things like that. But men are not going to go on there and say, man, you know, I want to take my life. They're not saying that. Women, we're a little bit more open. We're taught to talk. Men are not taught to talk. So they kind of just hold it all in. They'll reach out to me, ask me a couple of questions, and then they disappear. I have to reach out to them. How are you doing? Everything good? They're like, oh, yeah, I'm good. And I know they're not good. But the fact that I reached out is just enough. Mm-hmm. But it's just, as we know, women get way more support than men do. And I think, you know, we have to reach out to our men because they're struggling as well. But I do have, you know, a sprinkle here and there of men who will get the courage to reach out to me. And I, I love on them. I was like, oh, it's okay. You know, make sure you tell her now. Okay, please tell her. Don't hide it from her. Right. You know. Right. And, and that doesn't great. help to, to to maintain the spread of it, you know, because once you are aware of it and once you've accepted and just just reaching out for help, like I said earlier, it just kinda frees you to go ahead and um pretty much do what you have to do and, and live your life 
productively. You know, there's no reason why, from what you've been sharing with us, that you can't. You just have to live it in a different way. Yeah, but that's Absolutely. hard, you know, when you're so used to not worrying about anything. And I think that's something that changed your whole dynamic when you find out you're the SE. I don't care if it's curable or not. It's going to shift your mind if you ever had something, you got anything for your partner. I don't care if you had a yeast infection, you got it for your man, you mad. You know, hey, mm-hmm. I ain't never right. had a yeast infection or I ain't never had a UTI, and here you come, and now I got something. It makes you feel some type of way. So my whole thing right. is we have to understand it changed the dynamic of how you view people. It changed your trust with people. It makes you question more things in nature. And sometimes we really just don't want to worry about bad things happening in our relationships. We think relationships are a safe place. Sometimes your relationship is the most dangerous place you can be at because we get too trusting. <laughs> We just let mm-hmm. stuff go. We don't ask too many questions anymore. We stop getting tested. We just lay back and like, oh, yay, I'm in a relationship. I'm safe. No. Mm-hmm. And that's something wow. I'm stressing to women now, even in your relationship, even married. Still go get tested. Things lie dormant. Things just sit mm-hmm. there. You don't know it's there. He can never had symptoms, and you just never caught it. And all of a sudden, now you get it. Now you think he cheated on you. He ain't never cheated on you. It's just he had his way mm-hmm. before you. Mm-hmm. You know, so wow. my whole thing is very important to still get tested because most women are like, he cheated, he cheated, or she cheated. That is not the case. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. just you just didn't catch it right away. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people believe, you know, just because he had it, I'm automatically going to get it. No, that is not true. Mm-hmm. Not true at all. That's for any STD. Just because your partner have it does not mean you're going to get it. So that means your partner can have something the whole time and you do not know and they don't either. You know, but we don't want to believe mm-hmm. that. We believe, oh, they're doing this. They No, that's not the case. That's not the case. That's why I say it's very important to always just randomly go get checked and make sure you're good, even if it's just one partner out of the group. But I think it's very important as women, we got to push our men to do it because they don't want to. They scared, they scared of the doctor. I don't know why. They don't have to do all these scary stuff they used to do anymore. You know, they just take a blood test or, you know, urine in a cup nowadays and things are pretty good but we have mm-hmm. to push them to go it's like you know you know man you know you don't always get something so just make sure you're okay you know i love you i'm not making it seem like mm-hmm. you did anything i just want to make sure you're healthy so right and then sometimes right. i think as women we just got to do a little bit more to make sure our men stay responsible and that's just not for us mm-hmm. that's for everybody around them absolutely now this is leisha tell us a little bit about your book Okay, so with my book, I just told my story. So that was my seven-year journey. I went from the point of when I first found out to I seen it, me sitting on the toilet, all the way down to the fact I met my husband, I got married, and even when I started the organization. So I just went through the whole step-by-step what I was feeling, how I found my research, how I found my husband, how I got pregnant with my son. I just went through the whole nine yards of the, the whole situation because sometimes, you know, some people just don't believe you understand. So I just said, you know what, I'm going to tell my story, not from a doctor's standpoint, but from a regular person's standpoint of how it feels when you first find out and the life that you have to live and the fights that you have to go through because it was hard. That was a hard seven years. Mm-hmm. It was very, very hard. But at the end of the day, I'm happy I went through it because now I can inspire other women to say, hey, you can have healthy kids. Like mine in the room now, they can't be away. My two boys, they're absolutely healthy. I had them right after herpes. You know, had my son, I had herpes. And then this last one, two years after, um, I had him. And then I found a husband. You know, he didn't care. He was like, okay, cool. You know, I love you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, but most people don't believe that they can find that after. Right. Right. Now, do your children mm-hmm. have it or... 
No. The thing about it is a lot of people, and I'm so happy you asked that, because a lot of people think a herpes is like HIV because there's no cure to it, okay? It doesn't even function the same at all. It's skin-to-skin contact. So for me, just say, you know, when I got pregnant with my sons, you know, they they get you, you get tested in the beginning, you get tested at the end. So they already knew. Um, when I got down to my last trimester, they asked me to take, they'd be like, hey, Miss Lively, at the time, that's my main name, um, do you want to take Valtrex? You know, that's one of our antivirals. And um, I was like, sure, I'll take it, and that'll help me reduce my chance of having an outbreak during labor. If I had an outbreak during my labor, I had to get a C-section. If not, I'm good to go. My child will not get it just because he's in the womb. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, he'll have to come in contact with it coming through the birth canal. Mm-hmm. You know, you so it doesn't function like naturally. Absolutely, girl. Just some IV drugs. Mm. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're listening to Let's Chat. My name is Tony, and I'm joined by my phenomenal co-host, the one and only Miss Leisha. And we have an awesome guest on our show tonight, Miss Belise Samuel. She is an STD coach. She has a she is also a herpes activist. If you have any questions that you'd like to ask her, please press your one, and we'll bring you into the chat room. And we hope that you have been as well educated as we have, you know, and we so thank you her for sharing her personal journey with us. Absolutely. We really do, um, please thank you for sharing that sharing Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But I'm gonna ask you a fun question as you leave the chat room and before okay. you do that I want you to make sure you share your social media sites and your Absolutely. book where they can purchase it. But um, we always like to end on a fun note. Now, okay. if, if you can, I don't know if you sing, uh, uh, if you have any musical talent, but if oh, you girl, could sing and you I were on sing. the, um, <laughs> if you had the voice of an angel and you were on American Idol, what song would you choose to sing that you can belt out and get that win, girl? <laughs> if I could sing a song. Mm. It'll have to be uh, hum. I love a lot of people so hard um, <laughs> I love Mariah Carey So it'll probably have to be a Mariah Carey song Like old back in the day One of her old songs I can't even think of mm. any Because I love all her music But it has to be Mary, um, It has to be um, I just love her voice You know back in the day voice Now she's a little different uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me find days. out you can hit you can hit those oh, no, behind those. Let me find out, girl. <laughs> I can't hit a note now. If I think I can, you know the song on you think you can sing, girl, uh, I got it. But you, you know, got take it. the music out. <laughs> I sound horrible. Because <laughs> that girl Mimi, she's known for her high note singing, but that's why we love her. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. The girl can blow. So my whole thing, I always thought I was hurt. That's just me. But, hey, I was horrible. I'm a bad singer. <laughs> but in the shower, we all sound good. <laughs> and it wasn't even in the shower. I would just be on the radio, and I just turn it up, and I'm thinking I'm doing something. And everybody was like, please hush. Please hush. But it's okay. My mom can sing, so that made it great. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, so but please share your social media as well as any projects that you have, and if you have any events that our guests can, um, our listeners can actually come and support you. 
All right, absolutely. So you can go onto my website, which is www.overcomingstigma.com. Um, you can go to my social medias, which is on Facebook. That's Belief Samuels. Instagram is belief.samuels. But that's where you can find me. You can also buy my book on my website, which is overcomingstigma.com. And you can get the book. So check it out. Um, the only event I have coming up, my big event, which is my conference every year for ladies who have herpes, is Overcoming the week, um, Overcoming Weekend. It's going to be in New Orleans. We're going to turn up. Mm. So that's going to be October 13th through the 15th. So that's the only event. But if you want more information about that, that's going to be on my website as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Felicia, for sharing that with us and your journey. You know, you're always welcome here on Let's Chat with Alicia and I Absolutely. and our listening Thank audience anytime. And you continue to do the awesome work that you are doing. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. We thank you so much. That was awesome. Wow. Just to Just to get an understanding, you know, some uh, Gibbs posted that she goes and asks for everything, and that's what I'm thinking. When you go to the doctor, we thinking they doing what they're supposed to do and kind of find out, now we know they ain't even doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, some, that's some shenanigans. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, ladies, make sure you are clear when you go to the doctor. Clear. Take your pencil and your paper and say, I'm clear that this is this is what I'm asking for, and this is what you're giving me, right? So, and even, um, you know, the different tests that they run should come back on, you know, your bill. Check that. If that information is on there or ask, you know, ask them. But it's very, very important. We have our next guest. He is in the chat room, the fabulous brother, Ron. Okay. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing this evening? Oh, we're good. Welcome to the chat room. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate both of you. Well, we appreciate you. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. I gave everybody a small snippet, but just tell everybody a little bit about your journey and, and the things that you have going on. Okay. Um, first, peace and blessings to everybody out there listening. Um, well, right now I'm working on the first of all. I've completed the first of a trilogy. It's called For Real. And basically what it is, is a critical thinking book. So it's not so much that I implore people to think like me, but I implore people just to think, period. So that's the the first of uh, many books that Regime Publication is going to um, have out there for the masses. So for real, it's the first one. Um, Just to give a little oversight, the first thing I usually ask people, and I'm going to ask you two ladies, is what color is the sky? Blue, brother Ron. It's like blue. It's clear. (laughs) It looks blue. See now, there you go. Exactly. (laughs) Now, as 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 children, we we usually taught that the sky is blue, but the sky has no color. It's translucent, is what they call it. So, the point in that is that we're taught certain things as children that we cement as fact. But as a go. Uh oh. Did we lose him? He was just getting good. He was just getting good. Brother Ron, if you can hear us, adjust Did your you hear mic me? or call back in. Okay, we can hear you, you now. Yes. Yeah. You, okay, you, there you went go. out for a minute. All right. 
so so yeah, so basically that's the point of the, uh, of that book, uh, just to to critically look at issues to see if they are what we think they are, what we've been told that they are. Um, okay. Besides that, I have a I have a show on uh, YouTube called Brick by Brick, and basically that's just uh, the concept of of the show is that in our community we need something that's going to be long standing. We need something for our children. We need something that's going to be a foundation. And the best way to build those things is brick by brick. So mm-hmm. we have everybody from entertainers to old school hip hop artists to uh, we have an episode with a parkour group. Um, are you ladies familiar with parkour? Can't say I am. No. It's basically so you you ever see those guys? They run and they jump from one building to the next building, and then they flip around something and they do a a, a jump and turn. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so that's parkour. So it, it, oh, it's wow. just like a a different way for us to get our exercise. You know, some things that's outside the box that we don't normally do, especially in our community. So you know, mm-hmm. that's um. And then the the last, the most recent episode is a reading this fundamental episode where we highlight. Um, there's a youth reading initiative that started in uh, Philadelphia with a, by a brother by the name of Carl Tone Jones, Professor Carl. He started that, and then I, I adopted it where I was at, and we basically pay children to read books. So, you know, that's 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 in the most recent uh, episode of Brick by Brick. You can find it on YouTube. And um, I also do a blog talk show when, called The Wind Down Show with um, Shamor Books. So I um I currently do that on Wednesdays and and sometimes I uh contribute with the uh, the co-host on there on Friday nights she has her show on Fridays called the Cold with Imaj. So you know I I I try to stay busy. I try to do these um different endeavors, try to stay intact with the community and things of that nature. So those are just some of the things that I'm involved in right now. Um yeah. I'm gonna, Wow, that's a lot that you're involved in, Brother Ron. How do you manage to just balance all of that and still be able to, to you know, to fulfill the passion that you have for writing? Is he there? Brother Ron? No, it looks like okay. we lost him. He'll call back in. But he was just getting into it. Mm-hmm. He was just getting into it. Yeah, we have him back now. Yes, okay. Paul. I, I don't know. I must be in a in, in a bad section, or maybe my phone is just bootleg. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> Did you hear my question, Brother Ron? This is Tony. I'm sorry. We try to introduce ourselves because we sound so much alike, but I'm not sure if you heard the question. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. You were asking me how I can balance the time? Exactly. And still be able to 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 you know fulfill your passion of writing. Well, that is kind of rough, and and not to mention on top of that, I have a, a newborn baby girl that um takes up a whole bunch of my time as well. So yes, it it it, it is it is definitely a um a task to you know do some of this, do some of that, and I I find myself sometimes slipping behind in the writing. But the one thing that I I feel lucky is that the first book is it has been released. The second book is done, so all I have to do is publish it, and I self-publish. And 
Then I have a, a, a memoir coming out, which is already done also. So I have a couple of books in the stash that I can just roll out as I get ready to. So I've been focusing more on the uh, on the on the show on YouTube and the uh, and mm-hmm. the blog talk shows. And um, mm-hmm. to mention, I want to throw this out there. As I was speaking uh, about Professor Carlton Jones earlier, he has a documentary coming out that I happen to be in called The Independence Day Project. So I implore anybody listening, Google that, The Independence Day Project. Look at that. And you can even, uh, if you friend me on social media, you can see the uh, some of the trailers and things of that nature. So, uh, But, I mean, it's just it's just a matter of planning your work and working your plan, ladies. So what is The Independence Day Project all about? The concept of that documentary is what does a black community look like free of racism and white supremacy. Wow. So yeah. That, that sounds pretty deep. It, 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 it is, but at the same time, it's, um, it's entertaining because, you know, you have to entertain the masses to get to them. But more than that, it's, it's like a road map because um, you can't do something until you can visualize it. So if you don't know what that community looks like, if you don't know that you would have to have a community that polices itself, you would have to have a community that educates itself, you would have to have a community that cleans itself and cares for its health. So these things have to be done if we want to be able to manifest our own destiny and get it, you know, and and be be the stewards of our own destiny, things of that nature. So it is definitely something that, um, I'm honored that he included me in the project, but um, mm-hmm. it's something that we as a people need to need to look at. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that, Brother Ron. This is Tony, because sometimes if you're not aware of, of it doesn't necessarily affect you and your in your journey and your walk, you may not be aware of certain things that are going on in other communities. You know, so sometimes that visual is just the spark to get you to know that, oh wow, maybe this is something that I can I can contribute to. Oh, I didn't see this need. Let me find out what I can do. So visual is so important because many of us walk around and we're not aware of how certain how other people are, are living or walking that, that walk of life. Exactly, exactly. Not only are some of us not aware, but some of us are aware and turn the blind eye to it. Mm, that's true. That's Sometimes true. it's just easier just to say I can't do anything than to actually look at what you can do and do some of it. Mm-hmm. That's very mm-hmm. true. Because I think a lot of times the thing with with change, because that is that is a big change, the thing with change is a lot of times people don't want to change and they don't want other people to change because certain things will be required of them. So they may not um, want to help because helping means that brings forth change, a change in them that they may not be ready to do just yet, yes, if that ma'am. makes sense. You are absolutely right. You have, and, and change hurts too. Mm, it does. <laughs> you said that like you felt know, it, it, really, it, it don't feel good It don't feel good at all Because and I Absolutely. think the thing with change Is consistency Making sure that you are consistent And if someone around you Is in the position where they are changing Being consistent with your support 
So being part of the community um, and bringing forth that change in the community and you yourself needing to be consistent to be that support that the community needs, what are some of the things that you would advise someone that wanted to be in that type of position to make certain changes to better their community? What are some of the, like a few jewels you would drop on them? thing I would say is don't necessarily try to do this by yourself. Look for like-minded mm-hmm. individuals. Mm-hmm. Now, that may be hard because you you say to yourself, well, I don't know what people are doing or how people are doing it, and I can understand that to a certain extent. But in this day and age with social media, with with, with, uh, with Google, things like that, it's nothing but an engine search away. So first thing I would say is look for other like-minded individuals to assist you. Um, then also what you have to realize, it may not be all about you. So you may be a person that can help in one particular way, and that community may not be amenable to the way that you want to help them. So mm-hmm. you got to look at what that community actually wants if you want to help that community. And then after you do that, then you can implement what you may think is important. But if you're helping somebody, you got to help them in, in, in what they prioritize sometimes as opposed to just in, in, in imposing your will on them. So mm-hmm. I'll... And then also, you know, you, you have to educate yourself. You have to look at some some of our elders, some of our ancestors who have dropped certain jewels. So not to go off on a tangent, but I was listening to the young lady that was here previous to us that, that was on the show mm-hmm. talking about the um, STDs and herpes in particular, correct? Right. I remember watching a documentary, and Dr. Sabi was on there. I don't know how many of us are familiar with the ancestor Dr. Sabi. And he he was speaking on how Lisa Lestal Lopez was his client. Where it was 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 he he was she was under his care, and he actually cured her of herpes. Now, mm-hmm. I, I I'm from the position that any chronic disease can be cured. Now, mm-hmm. the question is, do you want to go through those steps to actually cure them? The steps would be having changing your diet having a, a green diet, having an electric diet, things of that nature. So mm-hmm. if anyone's interested or if that young lady is listening, maybe she knows this, I'm not sure, but go Google Dr. Sabi and, and, and Lisa Leftar Lopez, and you may run across that um that documentary. Now, he is no longer with us, and she's no longer with us, but his institute, the Ocean Institute, is still here. You still have certain mm-hmm. elders in the in, in our communities who helped him who have this knowledge of how to care for these these illnesses. So just things like that, do a little bit of reading, do a little Google search, go on YouTube and look at some of these documentaries and some of these lectures that they have. Read a book, take a class, take a workshop, just educate yourself on how you're going to help these people. So not mm-hmm. these people, I, I don't want to sound like that, but, <laughs> but help our <laughs> brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Now you were saying for our listeners to make sure we all have it. You said Dr. Sabi S A B I, S E B I. Dr. Sabi S E B I. Um, the USHA Institute. I believe USHA is spelled U S H A. I could be wrong, but I know Dr. Sabi S E B I, and um, you could put the Dr. Sabi on herpes or something of that nature, or Dr. Sabi mm-hmm. and Lisa Left Eye Lopez, and um, mm-hmm. it'll come up, and and probably a few of them will come up. They actually did a documentary 
um, when she died, that was on VH1 or MTV, one of those. And when she passed away in the, her Jeep flip, she was actually at his institute in South America when she actually, um, really? when she died. Wow. Now, um, this is Tony, um, Brother Ron. I want to go back to uh, something you said just a minute ago about, um, you know, helping out. But have you ever run across a community that that is, you know, because sometimes people don't want help. They don't they don't want change. They get comfortable in certain situations. Now, have you ever come across um, instances where? the group of people don't necessarily want you stepping into their world to try to, quote, unquote, help them with what you feel that, what they feel that they may need help with. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Um, So I'm New York born and bred. Um, I recently relocated to the DMV area, so that's where where I I call home right now. But when I was Mm -hmm. back home in New York, we had a program, called the Sons of the Chariot, okay? Now, the Sons of the Chariot, that was for young men ages 7 to 17 years old. So you would think that you're a single parent, you're a, a household that has certain young men in them in that age range, and we we provided a basically a rites of passage type organization. But the issue wasn't the young men. The issue was their parents, making sure the young men got to us, making sure we paid for everything. There was nothing that the parents needed to pay for, with the exception of a pair of beige khakis and a white shirt. Most, I would think most young boys should have a white shirt. And right. if you don't right. have a, 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 you would think so, Right. 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 And if you didn't have a pair of beige khakis, we can help you get a pair. So it wasn't even basically all he's asking is to make sure your son shows up and have a white shirt. And mm-hmm. some of the parents, they 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 didn't care if their son showed up or I told him to go and he didn't go or or he didn't have a white shirt or his white shirt was dirty. We didn't do laundry and then. We weren't asking for any funds, so we would take these young men on. We would have a whole mm-hmm. curricula set up for them. And all we would ask is that when we have our fundraiser, please assist us. And so we had at Applebee's, we had a uh, a breakfast. So sell a ticket or two. Sell one of the, you know, fundraising tickets. Mm-hmm. Families wouldn't do that as much as we would hope they would. So sometimes we are our own worst enemy. Um, we, we try to offer certain programs, and, and, and I'm sure I know for a fact we're not the only program that's out there, and other programs may have this same issue. But as an adult, as a parent, you would think when someone's trying to assist your son, especially in the ages of 7 through 17, that's that's, that's a critical span right there for our young black mm-hmm. men. Um, you would think that they would be a little more diligent in making sure their sons arrive. But the funny thing is when their son didn't listen to them, some of the mothers would then call us. My son's not listening to me. Can you help? Or my son didn't come home. I had this one young man. He was like 13 years old, and it was 2 in the morning, and he still wasn't home. And his son's calling me. Oh. His mother's calling me. Right. Oh, he was able to get back in the house? Oh, he's been outside. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-uh. You don't play those games? Oh, no. You're getting lumped up. How many lumps you want? You want one or two? Right. <laughs> 
I hear that. I listen, and sometimes you gotta have that strong hand, especially with our young boys. You have to, especially at that age. Two a.m. Through that early, early developmental time, you want to set those boundaries, you know, and let them know things that just, to just, and being held accountable. That's the key Absolutely. word in my household: accountability. Absolutely, there's an equal and opposite reaction to every action. Mm. But yeah, well, that's one of the uh, one of the things we had to deal with dealing with that. So you know, sometimes we we do get in our own way, but you have to realize that the reason that someone is causing a, a roadblock for success is because they are injured too. You know, what I mean, they're a hurt person too. They they don't get it either. So sometimes you got to educate the parents before you can educate the children. So you know, you got to have that patience. Got to have that empathy. Mm, absolutely. None of us are perfect. So when you decided to set out on this journey um, that you have been on, what was going on in Brother Ron's world that made you say, I need to do something? Well, I mean, being a man that grew up around nothing but strong black women, not having a father in his life, it was it was one of those things where it's like, how do you become a man? How was that road navigated? So I had to teach mm-hmm. these things to myself, and I made a lot of errors along the way. Um, there were there, there were there were times where I, I thought I should move in one manner, and I should have moved in the total opposite manner. Um, so in doing that, I started realizing that. You know, we don't necessarily have, but what Kanye said, you don't have the answers, Sway. <laughs> we don't necessarily <laughs> have the answers. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's trial and error. Um, then I went to a school called uh, SUNY Old Westbury, and there was a professor by the name of Shashi McIntyre. She, she's now a, um, an ancestor. And it was an African-American um, history course. And this woman left such an impression on me that it was like, you know what, maybe this is what I want to look at as, as, as a way to, to make a mark. So um, I started doing some studying into my people, studying into history, studying into, you know, politics, things of that nature. And in doing that, one thing leads to another. So I never started off saying um, a few years back we did a, uh, state of the Black Parent Conference. When I was in college, I never said I wanted to do a conference for the State of the Black Parents. Never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Never thought about being being a, a in an organization where we showed men a right to passage. I never thought about that. But one thing leads you to another. So, as I read one book, and you read another book, and then you take this course, and then you bump into this person who influences who influences you positively. One thing just led to another, so I can't say that it was uh, something that I set out to do or a life that I set out to live, but I got here, you know, just through trial and error, and, and mm-hmm. it's something that's needed because, you know, when you look at it, at least from my perspective, we all we got, so if we don't help each other, then we go be doomed. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just want to ask you, uh, Brother Ron, this is Tony, before we wrap up, what have yes, you ma'am. learned about yourself along this journey? I mean, you have had such a, a myriad of avenues that you could have gone down, 
But what is it that one thing that you have learned about yourself that you um that you can actually share and say this is you know this is what I am this is who I am. Um, well, some of the things I've learned is I'm not as smart as I may think I am. That's, that's one thing I definitely <laughs> learned. Um, I, I also learned that no one's perfect. This is definitely a process. This life we live. Um, so you know, we go through and our failures and our flaws, own them. You know what I'm saying? Own, own up to those failures and those flaws. They make you who you are. There's a 100% totality to you, and 100% of it is not going to be good. So if you could get 87% of you good and have 13% of you bad, all right, there's no win that they're not <laughs> out around children. and mm-hmm. I will definitely learn that we need each other. And I need I need you young ladies. Um hopefully you young ladies need me. The people out there listening, we all need each other. So don't necessarily burn those bridges. Learn how to go on in relationships and as I said, I'm not as uh uh we're not as good as we think we are, we're not as bad as we think we are. So those are definitely things that I've learned during this journey. It takes a village. It definitely takes a village. Now, Brother Ron, this is Tony once again. Uh, I'm, I'm, um, we have been so well educated by our guests tonight, so we thank you for adding to that that learning curve that we are experiencing this evening. Yes, ma'am. But I'm gonna ask you a fun. I'm gonna ask you a fun question because um, okay. I, I hear that 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 New York in you. I'm not sure if it's Brooklyn or the Bronx, but I hear something in you. You you, and, um, you hear Brooklyn I, every day, all day. Okay, so I knew I was hearing something. Um, I'm in New York as well, but I'm going to ask you a fun question. And uh, this question I, I'm, I'm interested to hear from a young Brooklynite. If you were a superhero, and I'm sure you have seen and um, you know experienced superheroes in your in your world, what type of hero would you be? And tell me what type of special power that you would have in your repertoire. Well, I was hoping you would ask me the American Idol question, and you threw me for a loop. All right. Um, <laughs> Got to mix it up. A, right, right. I see. I see. You You definitely caught me off guard there. I was about to hit you with some five heartbeats. Uh-oh. I got nothing but love. No, I'm joking. Um, if, I was, <laughs> if I was a superhero, I would be called Negro Domus. <laughs> and my... um. My superpower would be, uh, I don't know, repairing credit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I like that. You got to give me, go what is it, ne- Negro Domus? <laughs> I'm able to teleport. That's a new leash. Oh. <laughs> oh, he able That's to teleport. He able to teleport, T. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. But um, brother Ron, I really do like that. I'm I'm gonna have to keep. I got to keep you on your toes. That's a good one. That's a new room. one. Yeah, that's yes. a new one. We have a hand up. Absolutely, yeah. we have a hand up. Do you mind taking a call? Not at all. Okay, we got nine seven three five one seven. You're live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good evening, Giz. Calling from Jersey. So. Um, I'm enjoying the show. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, hi, y'all. I'm enjoying the show. I've been listening, you know, since y'all got on. Um, the herpes things was interesting. Now, what he said, I totally agree. You know, I don't get into it because a lot of people, they believe what they want, 
But I personally know uh-huh. for a fact there are natural cures to, like, everything. Uh-huh. It's all about your diet. Sadly, a lot of us eat pork and stuff, and it's killing us. And I mean, I do eat some. I'm just being honest, though. But that's where you get your, you know, cancer and some of everything. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. he's right, Dr. Sabian, all rest in peace, because I, I personally know of people who went to him and got cured. I promise you, people in Newark, New Jersey. Wow. Awesome. And they have Aaron, herpes. Wow. So that's, that was my two cents. Thank oh. y'all. Good night. Well, we appreciate you. You know we appreciate you, Yes, Debbie. we do. And uh, I'm always it has been a learning you. Always night. supporting us. Yes, oh, always awesome. supporting us. I appreciate y'all. I'll take it. So, good night, Did y'all. you hear that? Uh, good, good night, Lucas. Now, did you hear her, Brother Ron? Absolutely. I would. I, I 999% agree with her thing I would implore. And, and, and this is one of the things I learned is don't believe. Belief is like a middle ground. Like uh-huh. you, you should either know or don't know. And I would, I, I, I would lean towards saying she knows, you know what I mean? So, so I agree uh-huh. with what she said. Just that one word I would not, because you know, uh, saying you see a street, do you believe you can cross without getting hit by a car? Yes, I do believe it. Now, once you do it, you know you can cross the street without getting hit by a car. So belief is that middle ground between knowing and not knowing. It's not believing, but you don't stay there. That's not the that's not the place where we want to stay. We want to knowledge, and that lady definitely understands what it is because a diet. So, I salute her for calling in. I definitely agree with what she was saying. Mhm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We appreciate you coming on our show, taking time to just share your journey, share your knowledge um, with us here on Let's Chat. We want you to shout out all of your social media, where everybody can get your book, and any events you're going to be at. Okay. Um, well, you can go on Amazon to purchase the book, For Real, Brother Ron. Uh, also, go to YouTube, um, Brick by Brick is the name of the show. Uh, we have about nine episodes up currently, uh, and we're in season one, so there'll be uh, another two or three episodes before this season is done. You can uh, find me on Facebook Regime Publication. That'll give us all the information about the uh, book and all upcoming books. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Instagram is that dude bam. Um, and Bam, B A M. Long story short, oh. um <laughs> one of the one of the authors on regime publications name is Bamboo. Oh, so okay. when he actually got his um Instagram up, we, we just as opposed to getting one, we just use his. Um uh-huh. probably shouldn't do that because he's a little weird. <laughs> So But um but yeah, so you could just look for me, um, regime publications, um, the YouTube, Brother Ron, Brick by Brick is the show and Amazon for real. You can find the book there. And um reach out to me. I definitely, you know, would love to when I have another project come back and talk to you ladies again. This was definitely entertaining. Absolutely. We're actually going to do a page. 
I'm sorry, what was that? You didn't give a Facebook page our listeners are asking. Oh, Ron Bethea, R-O-N-B-E-T-H-E-A. Okay. We actually have a part two to a show that we did um, uh, last a couple of weeks ago, and I would love for you to come on that show. I'll make sure when I reschedule to get you on, there was a panel discussion about um, – Mass incarceration, oh, and it was the afterlife, and it was just talking about those that, you know, the different things that they go through, and I think community support is very important um, when they come home and they come back into the community, so I want you to be able to chime in on the community side. You know, it's funny you say that, not to go off on a change, I know we're probably wrapping it up, so I retired from um, uh, Verizon, another from Tight. One of the thing, one of the businesses that I went into is I went and bought a, a bus because in New York State people go to jail up in the mountains and their families don't have a way to visit them if they don't have a vehicle. It's it public oh, bus no, and train up there is an arm and a leg. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. We can hear you now. All right. Yeah. So so it's funny you say that because I actually went in and started a business called Maggie Lou's where what we do, we're in, the, we're in the infant stage right now where we take people from the city, New York City, and take them to visit their loved ones in the jail because you have to keep that bond connected. You have to keep – when these people come home, they come home to a community, and if that bond isn't there, then they're just going to go back into the same cycle that they was in when they first got arrested. Mm, absolutely. So absolutely, I would definitely be, you know, I, I, I would love to be part of that um, ensemble right there. Just reach out to me. I'm here for you. We appreciate awesome. that. We appreciate that. We thank you for coming on Let's Chat and kicking it with us, sharing your journey. Um, you are always welcome back anytime. When your book drops, let me know when that show um, is scheduled. I'll make sure that I, I email you so that we can you have do- you on the panel as well. Negro. Mm-hmm. Thank you so Say much again. for joining us, Brother Ron. I said email Negro Domus. That's my new name. <laughs> <laughs> so you can teleport right over. Exactly. You got me. I love it. That's a good one, Lee. <laughs> so you can teleport right over. We appreciate you. We really, really do. Thank you for coming to kick it with us in the chat room. And you have a good evening. Yes, ma'am. Peace and blessings. Thanks again, Brother Ron. (laughs) That was really awesome. That was really, really awesome. Yeah, that was really awesome. And then his superhero thing, that's a good one. That's going to the top of the list right there. Boom. It is. (laughs) Nobody wants to teleport. Did we have any? I don't think we had anybody ever wanted to teleport. teleport. That is a good one. We appreciate you guys coming to see (laughs) you. Yes, right. That was creative. We love to stir some yes. creative juices here on Let's Chat. We appreciate you guys. Let's Chat. We won't be on the air for the next two weeks. We'll be back uh, the third week of June, though, with the fabulous. We always have Omar Tyree on. He's going to be gracing our phone lines. It's going to be a hot, hot mm. show. Two hot shows that week. So I'm so excited. Uh, we have to make a new house coming. AANBC is coming in June. 
so she's going to be talking about that and all of her events surrounding that. So I'm really, really excited um, about what we have going on in May. T and I have an event um, in Southfield, Michigan on next Saturday. So if you're in the Detroit area, make sure you come out and holler at the Ladies of Less Chat. That's going to be at All Booked Up at the Southfield Pavilion from 12 to 4. We appreciate you guys. We're going to play a little Kimber Nicole for the fabulous Gibbs in my feelings, and that's featuring the fabulous Necessary. Oh my God, 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 oh my God